you feel the love. That's what we do. Gary Lewis with you. 550 KFYI in Phoenix. KNST AM 790 in Tucson. You know who's got the hate is the left. This is what they do. Let's prove it. It's, it's, it's 100% proven, Ryan. You're damn right about that. And here we go. Here's another example of this, right? Tucson's supposed to be the liberal hellhole of Arizona. I've lived there. Trust me, I know. A lot of good people there, but there's too many wackadoos. And unfortunately, uh, they're in charge for now. For now. Uh, Tucson is a very anti-Semitic place. Led by the mayor, by the way, Regina Romero. It took her days and days and days to condemn what Hamas did. The atrocious acts, the rapes, the killings, the kidnappings, the tortures. It took her days. And by the way, she was even called out by a Democratic state rep, Alma Hernandez, who's Jewish. So we find out there is a Jewish musician, Jewish singer, reggae guy, Madis Yahoo. He goes, that's his last name, Madis Yahoo. He was supposed to have a concert in Tucson at the Rialto. But because he's Jewish and he's pro-Israel and he's anti-terrorist, anti-Hamas, people that work at the Rialto refuse to show up. That's what it is. The Rialto Theater canceled it because he's Jewish. Well, yeah, I mean, well, you can't say that we're just anti-Semitic. We're just short on staff. Why are you short on staff? All of a sudden. Yeah, just like that. Just like that. The performance was supposed to be tonight. But it was canceled after the Rialto said it would, it would go on despite the criticism over his pro-Israel stance. No, even though he's pro-Israel. Excuse me? But then, on Facebook, the Rialto Theater wrote, Due to the safety concerns and staffing shortage, the Rialto Theater is unable to continue with Thursday's Modest Yahoo performance. We will always prioritize the safety of our employees and our guests. And that was it. That was it. Modest Yahoo had performed there October of 2022. So... Uh, all of a sudden, now, at the last second, no one's there. No one's there. Maras Yahoo is Jewish. Uh, he's actually a Hasidic Jew. He shaved his beard a few years ago. But he's really into it. This is what he is. This is what he does. And he's pretty pissed off about this, and he should be. He actually offered, out of his own pocket, to pay for security and staffing. Rialto said, nah. Just like that. Yep. Mm. Yep. Modest Yahoo wrote on Instagram, Tonight in Tucson, we've offered to supplement their staff shortages on our own dime, but to no avail. They do this because they are either anti-Semitic or have confused their empathy for the Palestinian people with hatred for someone like me who holds empathy for both Israelis and Palestinians. Now, look, Modest Yahoo I'm sure if he and I sat down, we're definitely not on the same wavelength. Not politically, probably, or anything like that. However, this is pretty damn bad. This is pretty awful. And, I mean, I wish there'd be lawsuits. We're always the ones that get sued, right? There's a baker that says, no, you know what? I'll sell you cupcakes. 
I'll make you a cake. I just can't make you a cake for a wedding, right? Whatever it is. Like, here's the thing. If I don't, I personally don't care who you want to marry. Leave my kid out of it. I don't care. You know what? Just you do you. But you can't force someone to want to be a part of it. Can't do it, right? Just just not happening. Anyway, I experienced that myself. I'm Jewish. My wife is Lutheran. When we were getting married, we were trying to find a rabbi and a minister. And there were a couple of rabbis that said, sorry, I can't do it. It's interfaith. I only marry, you know, Jews. What am I going to do? No, now I'm going to sue you and force you to do something that you don't believe in. No, it's your choice. It's okay. I'll give my money to somebody else. And we found someone else. It's that simple. Everyone everyone should have the freedom to do whatever the hell they want. Right? That's what it should be. But all of a sudden, the Rialto, yeah, know what? We're going to cancel this because this guy is pro-Israel and anti-Hamas. That's what it comes down to. And I find that to be just disgusting and vile. So, again, back to my point, is that our side always gets sued, right? We're the ones that, that get they get canceled, get sued, all this other stuff. Where is a lawyer that's going to step up and go after the Rialto for discrimination? They're hiding behind this garbage. We're just short on staff. Oh, all of a sudden you're short on staff. You don't say. This is disgusting. 100%, 100% disgusting what is happening there. And, and this is... This is not something that we should just let go. It also happened in New Mexico. Modest Yahoo wrote on Instagram, So to my fans in Santa Fe and Tucson, I'm sorry you were denied a show. I love you all. My band and I will be back. We will not respond to hate with more hate. We'll be together again. We will make music together again. We will sing together again one day soon. So, yeah, this happened out in New Mexico as well. Aren't they supposed to be tolerant out there? You know what? They, they, you'd think they'd be tolerant in New Mexico, in in uh, in Tucson. Yeah, you think these? This is the left. They're supposed to be the tolerant ones, the ones that are accepting, that are inclusive. Apparently, they're not that inclusive. All of a sudden, the left doesn't believe in DEI, right? The I part of it. And we know it to be garbage. We know they're a bunch of hateful people. And it's true, by the way, if you disagree, I would love to hear from you. 844-260-5394. Okay? The left always says that you should be inclusive, but they're not. How come they're not inclusive of what Maras Yahoo thinks? Which Israel has the right to defend itself. Israel has the right to exist. And Israel has the damn right now to wipe Hamas off the face of the earth. Oh, 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 you're inclusive again when it's something that you yourself believes in. And that's it. This is insane. And this is discrimination. This is, this is foul. I, I, you know what we need to see? We need to see leaders say how bad this is. Because the guy's pro-Israel and anti-Hamas. The concert is canceled because the staff at the Rialto left this nutjob place. They just decide we're not going to work because we hate this guy. Does that make them pro-terrorist, you think? I, 100% pro-terrorist, right? I'm just asking. And I, I think it's, it's appropriate for the Tucson mayor, Regina Romero, to, to be asked about this and to give a statement. But you know what? She's also anti-Semitic. I think every council person should make a statement. I think Pima County supervisors should make a statement on this as well.
This is disgusting. He was supposed to, this modest guy who was supposed to uh, perform at a sold-out show at Meow Wolf in Santa Fe. It says here, though, after employee safety concerns over an anticipated pro-Palestine protest, the concert was called off. So here's the thing. There wasn't any even, in Tucson, there wasn't a pro-Palestine protest. It was just that all of a sudden the staffers don't want to work. Really? No kidding. I wonder why. But they'll be okay tomorrow, right? Of course they're going to be okay tomorrow. This is what they do. Where are the people that think I'm crazy about this? We're in Phoenix. We're in Tucson. Where are you? 844-260-5394. And honestly, the, again, they should be all, the media should be all over. But they won't because they stink. Not like Regina and her thick ankles are going to talk to me, but it is what it is. No, I feel, look, I feel bad for her shoes. You should see the ankles. They're just huge. She's got cankles. It is what it is. I can say, look, she put out a picture. It's true. I really don't like her. She has really just driven Tucson into the gutter. It's just terrible what's happened. Terrible. That is completely true, and yeah. I'll never disagree with you that know? statement. And then again, I mean, she got called out by a Democrat senator, uh, Democrat state rep, Alma Hernandez, for not condemning the Hamas atrocities. This is this is what it is. Just disgusting. Just absolutely disgusting. All right, I have much more uh, coming up. Do not go anywhere. This is This is awful. Oh, by the way, there's something that happened in this regard in this regard, in Pima County, there's a religious event happening in Pima County on county property. I'll tell you about that. we got to get to the Fannie Willis sound bites as well. Because Fannie, oh, man, Fannie's in big trouble. Big trouble. She took the stand today, and she did not do well. She'll get kicked off this case. And it's going to be great for Trump, and it's going to just give Trump more credibility as as he needs it. And and uh, and good old well good old Fanny man she is uh, oof, was she mad today was she mad oh asked about sleeping with this dude everything was, oh she lost it was just it was excellent stuff this is the best of the afternoon addiction with me Garrett Lewis on five fifty KFYI KNST AM seven ninety and the free iHeartRadio app thank you for hanging out with me on five fifty KFYI in Phoenix KNST AM seven ninety in Tucson we'll get to Fanny in a minute first uh, three things. That I think you need to know, number one, uh, Fannie Willis took the stand, made a complete fool of herself, screaming and ranting and raving and caught in a giant lie. She and her boyfriend, or ex-boyfriend, ex-lover, they were on the stand. They said that their relationship started in 2022, but Fannie's uh, good friend said, no, no, they were, they were with each other in 2019, meaning Fannie appointed him when they were together. So they made money and took trips. Ah, Second thing I think you need to know, um, Modest Yahoo is supposed to perform in Tucson tonight at the Rialto Theater, but the the staff at the Rialto at the last minute uh, got the Jew flu. You see, Modest Yahoo is Jewish, and they said, we don't want to work with this guy because he's pro-Israel. Horrific, the Rialto. Oh, we just have a staffing problem. Modest Yahoo is all over Instagram saying, no, no, they they just... They just are anti-Semitic. Third thing, I think you need to know uh, Black Lives Matter. They have a PAC, Political Action Committee, and they claim that you, you donate to us, you are gonna, you're going to help us get people elected. Our primary job is to get the you know radicals elected. And they spent $0 of the 146000 they received. They spent $0. On supporting candidates and issues. Zero. 
But they did pay their own treasurer, the Black Lives Matter Pack. Treasurer paid himself 90 grand in fees. Was that wrong? Uh, a little bit. Three things I think you need to know. So you have Modest Yahoo, who again uh, can't perform in Tucson because the staff at the Rialto has the Jew flu. They're just like, yeah, we, we're just not going to show up or anything. Yeah, there you go, because he, he loves Israel and hates Hamas. Just absolutely ridiculous and stupid and dumb. Uh, apparently, by the way, this is this is a big deal. Um, there's going to be events in Pima County, Kino Sports Complex. Franklin Graham is going to be there. Franklin Graham. He has a uh, an event. It is a religious event. And apparently some Pima County employees are complaining about it. Oh. Yeah. Some employees, apparently, some people, who knows, maybe they're elected people. I don't know. I don't know who it is exactly, but people were complaining. Jan Lesher, who I'm not a fan of, the county administrator in Pima County, had to write a memo inquiries about the Franklin Graham event scheduled at Kino Sports Complex. Your offices may have received calls and emails about the God Loves You Frontier Tour with Franklin Graham event scheduled for March 5th at the Kino Sports Complex. It's the Pima County owned and operated facility. Constitution requires religious institutions be allowed to rent facilities on an equal basis with other community groups. She had to write this. She had to write this. Allowing equal access ensures government neutrality toward religious expression that the Constitution requires. While we understand some members of the public may have opinions about the March 5th event featuring Franklin Graham, Pima County does not and cannot discriminate based on political, social, culture, or religious viewpoints of event producers. So she had to write an event because, you know, and this is the most left part of the state, right? This is the most tolerant part of the state, we're told. The most welcoming. They are welcoming to illegals but not to Christians, Catholics, and Jews. Or MAGA. Well, that too. Oh. That too. Yeah. Uh, it, is, it is pretty gross. And I'm sure I got this message uh, about the Rialto with a severe case of the Jew flu. Uh, remember how they were anti-Semitic the next time the Rialto has a fundraising campaign. Yep. Lunatics. Absolute lunatics. There's nothing else that can be said. Absolute lunatics. So I hope they're listening at me saying this because this is the right time to hit him with another story, which I think is, I think it's a lovely story. It's a story that got me in a good mood. Let's just put it that way. Okay. Got me in a very, very good mood. There's a new and improved version of the border wall that's being built. (laughs) New York Post, new border wall anti-climb spikes installed in San Diego, maybe rolled out nationwide. There you go. There's something they can complain about. I love it. I hope this hurts your feelings a lot. New metal anti-climb spikes have been added to the border wall in California in the latest bid to keep illegals from illegally entering the country. They call them migrants. I call them illegals. Right? They are apostrophe-shaped deterrents. They've been put on top of the 30-foot-high wall. Is it... I mean, look. 
You might think it's mean. What about a little... I mean, not enough to kill you, but enough to just shock the hell out of you, right? Is there anything wrong with that? Get the old ticker going. Exactly. I'm with you. Why not? I think even better, though, instead of having it on all the time, it's like randomly on. You just never know. You just never know. And then when you're climbing up it, it might all of a sudden just turn on. There you go. You have 12 seconds to get up there. It's like the running man. The curved metal spikes face toward the Mexican side of the border, providing an additional obstacle for the illegals to scale the wall and come to America. So it's being tested on a stretch of border wall at Friendship Park. I love it in San Diego. We're friendly. Can't get over this. Yep. It's happening in California. Who ordered this? Who made it happen? But they claim they're, they're doing it. Because people are getting hurt when they're trying to climb it. That's it's not like they're doing it because they're like we have to really stop these people. There's a a, a nonprofit for illegals. That's what they are. V International. Some guy with them said people are already falling all the time and breaking their backs and legs. They're fracturing spines. Many are dying from the border wall falls. And that's without oh, these no. anti-climbing awnings. They just added. Oh, so I guess no. they're against it. But who's for it? Like why is this happening? Well, what I want to know is, Garrett, there's Tijuana that is a official yeah. port that you can walk through. Why not just go and do your business that way? Because that would be legal. <laughs> there you have it. That's, that's why. All right, thanks. That's, there it is. Uh, I'll go sit down. So, I mean, there, there's a simple thing here. Don't climb the freaking wall. The wall's there for a reason. You see the wall? Normal people are like, I guess we're not allowed to go there, right? That's why they have the wall up. Oh man! Apparently, the biggest point is yeah. Wait a second. If if, if yeah. this is all a big success, uh, I guess they're going to add it to more parts of the wall. Huh? Yeah. That's you think. So uh, they're they're doing this, and again, I hope this continues everywhere. But that's just me. But it's, I'm it's saying also, yeah, yeah. Well, apparently, walls work, and walls with spikes on them. Work even better. Yeah, they do. You're so not wrong. It. You're not wrong. Yep. So there you go. So take that, you haters. They'd be more upset about that. Like, I mean, it's crazy. Don't go anywhere. Garrett Lewis with you. 550 KFYI in Phoenix. KNST AM 790 at Tucson. Okay, man. What a what a show again. Every damn show, and it should be that way. Garrett Lewis with you. Afternoon Addiction. 550 KFYI in Phoenix. KNST AM 790 Tucson. Breaking news, the House has impeached, they voted to impeach Alejandro Mayorkas, the Homeland Security Secretary, by one vote, 214 to 213. That is that is what just happened, uh, and we have a lot to talk about. Why not get reaction from Senate candidate, and she seems to be endorsed by just about everybody now, uh, Carrie Lake. Carrie, how you doing? What What's your reaction to uh, Mayorkas getting uh, impeached in the House? Obviously, I'm thrilled. You know, what took so long, but I'm thrilled. And, um, you know, the sad thing is what's going to happen with this, because we have the Senate controlled by the Democrats. And, you know, one of the reasons why I'm running is because we can't go into this next term with the Democrats running the Senate. And and we'll find out here as as this moves over to the the Senate, we find out that Chuck Schumer is not going to do anything with it. But it, it just shows that we're starting to kind of congeal as as Republicans and realize that the 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 weight of the world is on our shoulders, but more than that, the survival of our republic is on the shoulders of our of our Republicans. And so I was really happy to hear that. 
Um, glad it finally happened, and we'll see what happens. But I think we all know that Chuck Schumer is never going to move this forward. It doesn't mean it's insignificant. It just means that we are starting to pull this Republican Party together. And I feel the same way today. You know, we're, we're getting some big endorsements from people who before maybe didn't work so well with the MAGA movement, the America First movement. And I think that Republicans in D.C. are realizing that the electorate is about putting our country first. And now is a great time to unite and start working together for the benefit of the American people. Yeah, you you got uh, the big endorsement from the National Republican Senatorial Committee. Senator Steve Daines leads that. Barrasso's there. I haven't heard anything from Mitch McConnell, but I mean, what does this say about your your campaign? You as a person, you as a a future senator. What does this say about you that they are all of a sudden realizing? I guess once they meet you, like man, you're not as you're not as crazy as they they told us. <laughs> well, as you know, the the fake news and and the media has spent you know, two years doing just a character assassination of me, and it's been 100% negative. I talk about it on the campaign trail, how there was this group that did a survey, a, you know, a neutral group did a survey of how the media treats Republicans. And in the article that was printed on it, they said, well, we found that the media writes 87% negative stories when it comes to Republican and conservative candidates, but there was one candidate that wrote 100% negative coverage, and it was me. And that's unfortunate. We've been under the the brainwashing of the fake news media, and unfortunately, that sinks in with people. So even even senators will read some of these articles, and they probably believe some of the stuff that was written about me. And I've made a very strong concerted effort to try to meet with as many senators on Capitol Hill that I can to say, I want to meet you. I want to talk to you. I'm, I'm coming to D.C. to work for the people of Arizona, and I want you to meet me because I know that right now what you think about me has been formed by the fake news lying about me. And sure enough, every meeting I've had has gone really well. Um, Senator Steve Daines is an incredible man. He's been very supportive. I knew this was coming. And it was just a matter of the, the perfect timing, and we, we kind of timed it where it would work um, with us as well as him. And this is a really important for people who are driving home right now and they don't understand how important the NRSC is. This is basically the campaign arm, the fundraising arm, the power arm of the GOP Senate. It is so powerful. And to have this endorsement basically means that, you know, it's almost as if, um, they're realizing that MAGA is here to stay. America first is where we're going. And they recognize that our campaign is not about me. It's about the people of Arizona. I'm so honored to have this. And it's really, it's, yeah, it's, it's really big, Carrie. Carrie Lake is on uh, the Afternoon Addiction with me, Gary Lewis. It's really big uh, because these guys have been there for a while. Again, you're not exactly MAGA friendly, but I think they're reading the tea leaves. That's what I was going to ask you. Thank you for answering it. And that comes a day after uh, you get endorsements from America First guys like Matt Gates and Rand Paul. So, I mean, uh, you got to be striking a lot of fear and whatever rhinos are left. If you're getting endorsements by you're winning everybody over. Well, I don't know if fear is the word, but I think what people are realizing is bringing people together is important. And I've said this before. I've always said I want to bring Arizonans together, Americans together. And the media is like, no, she's divisive. I have, you know, you know, Gary, you are one of the first people to be fair in covering me. And I, I was afraid to come on your show. I thought this guy is pretty tough. And I've always told you, if I screw up, call me out. 
Yep. You'd be the first to call me out. Hold my feet to the fire. And you you were one of the first to recognize as I was talking about the policies I was putting forward were about solving the problems we have. Whether you're a Democrat, a Republican, an independent, there's problems that are we're all facing that are making our lives miserable and we can solve them. So I think that uh you know, the Senate is recognizing that they can't continue to move along in a direction that is kind of anti where the American people are. I'm happy that Senator Daines has come around. He's never come off as anti-MAGA to me, to be honest. He's from a pretty Republican state. Um, he, he, you know, they're, they're used to working in the Senate where they have to get a consensus. And I believe that consensus is going to start to congeal around America for policies. Everyone is starting to realize that the nominee for the Republican presidential election is going to be the most America first candidate we've ever had, Donald J. Trump. And they're all realizing this is the direction. These are the policies that are going to be put forward. And we better either get on board or get out of the way. That's how it is. Can you hang on for one more segment? I know you're busy. You're probably tired. But I got to ask you about Ruben Gallego. And I have to ask you more about Arizona's uh, people getting behind you. Can you hang on? I put the pressure on you. Okay, cool. Thank you. Uh, Carrie Lake's going to continue with me. Um, you're going to want to hear what she has to say, especially about her opponent, Ruben, and what about the people that haven't gotten behind her yet here in Arizona? It's coming up. Don't go anywhere. Gary Lewis with you. 550 KFY in Phoenix, KNST, AM 790 Tucson. Up for a little bit longer. I appreciate that. So I'm just having a, I'm just I'm trying to get like my mind wrapped around this, Carrie. The fact that you have you have establishment guys, senators in D.C. that are now saying we we back carry, and you have America First guys saying we back carry. The only thing you're missing are the the establishment here in Arizona. Do you think they're going to get behind you as well? Do you think that's going to happen? I, I think they will. I mean, you know, and we call them establishment. What I like to say is we're all Republicans. Some of us are are more America First MAGA. Some are more traditional. But we agree on 90, 95% of everything. And if we sit and concentrate on the 5% that we disagree on, we never come together. I mean, think about it. Garrett, I know you've never been in an argument with your wife, right? No way. She knows, she knows better. <laughs> she knows everything, right? <laughs> I wasn't but, thinking. But when you are in an argument with a loved one and you start off, you're trying to, to work and bring things together, you don't focus on what you just are fighting about you focus on where you where you can come together and i think that's what we need to do and i'm thrilled that um rep, uh, that senator steve danes endorsed me today um senator barrasso was the first senator to endorse me these guys aren't rhinos they they actually are the only two members of the senate gop leadership who oppose this ukraine first funding bill that just went through mm. And so I'm honored to have their endorsement. We're, we're going to bring people together. And, and look at the incredible endorsements coming President Trump's way. Obviously, I was one of the first people to endorse President Trump. I'm incredibly supportive of him because he's doing everything to save our country. And people come around at different times. He's got the same people endorsing him. I will take any endorsement that comes my way. As I always said, I never give an endorsement with strings attached, and any endorsement that comes my way has no strings attached. We're going to bring this party together. I'm working to um, bring some of the Arizona, more traditional Republicans my way as well. I hope that they, at the end of the day, want to save our country just as much as I do. I'm reaching out actively to people that maybe in the past weren't with me, you know, my opponents in, in, the, in the governor's race who weren't with me. 
I've been actively working very hard to reach out to them, and I want them to come together. And I'm going to do everything I can to make that happen. Well, it's a, it's a really bad look on their part if everybody is coalescing behind you. Uh, Washington, D.C. senators, right? The whole, I mean, the, the the senatorial committee. I mean, this is really incredible stuff. And all of a sudden, they just like look like they're just petulant kids that just are just so upset they're just not going to play. It's it's a really bad look, and it's a really telling look. So maybe it's really not so bad, to be honest with you. You know, I'm from a family of nine. I think I told you I'm the youngest, and you're always going to have at least at one point when you're growing up in a family of nine, one of your siblings who you're in an argument with, but at the end of the week, you come together as family. And I've been reaching out. I, somebody sent me an article today that said, you know, Matt Salmon's never going to come around to Carrie Lake unless she sends him an engraved apology. Oh. You know, look, I, I, I don't know if I believe that he said that. And I don't know if I believe that some of these other people who I ran against, I can't imagine that it could be true that people who I ran against in the primary are still harboring hard feelings toward me. I, I guess I like to look at Republicans as a little bit tougher than that. And so I choose to believe that the media and whoever did the interview is not being um, forthcoming, not being truthful. I, I, I really believe that Matt loves Arizona and loves this country and that that's not true about him. And I've, I've actually reached out to him many times. I think that, that he'll come around. I don't think he's, uh, I, I, we're, we're not weak as Republicans. We understand that in primaries and in elections, it gets rough and tumble. We're Republicans. We're not Democrats where we, you know, oh, my gosh, we need a comfort animal to get us through. <laughs> We're Republicans. And, and during and in the course of politics, especially in 2022 and 2023 and 2024, it's not uh, a walk in the park. As John McCain said, it's not a game of beanbag. Exactly. And I don't think that any one of the people I ran against, I hope not, is so weak that they, they need an engraved apology to come around and say, let's come together, bring our Republican Party together and save this republic. And so I'm working to do that. I'm willing to uh, extend again and again an olive branch, and I hope that eventually those olive branches will be uh, reciprocated with a let's work together. Dude, uh, look, look, here's the thing. You're being very nice about this, and that, that's great. Like me, I'm just a talk show host. Who gives a crap what Matt Salmon thinks? Does Matt Salmon have such a big following that he's going to have anything to make a dent in who people are going to vote for for the Senate? I mean, Matt Salmon to me seems, and this is me, not you, Matt Salmon seems pretty damn irrelevant to me. And, like, if he's going to be that much of a baby, I need an apology. Dude, get out of here. Like, again, we're like we're tough. We're fighters. Enough is enough. I, I hope it's not true for Matt Salmon's sake. I mean, it, it, whoever wrote that yeah, story, he should come and discredit that. What's that? It might not be. I mean, I'm not going to, this was just somebody sent me this from the Arizona Repugnant. Oh, probably not true. For for all I know, it might not be true. Maybe maybe Matt's mad when he read it and said, that's not true. This is a bunch of baloney. But um, listen, I want to bring everyone together. (laughs) Yeah. I always have. I thought that after the primary ended in the governor's race, that it was about coming together and that everyone would reach out and say, okay, we're on to the general. Let's come together. So I think it'll happen. I'm going to work at it. I'm never going to give up. I'm constantly going to be reaching out because, listen, you know, as I, I said in an interview earlier, you know, we can't out, we can't send everybody, uh, we can't send everybody as outcasts. You know, we weren't together always on everything, but what are we going to do? Take America and anybody who hasn't been with us this whole time, send them into, uh, you know, 
Siberia and say you're never coming back. You're boxing them in. I think it's great. I think it's great because you're like you're the big you being the bigger person here, and and that's 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 awesome. And well, man, if said, they don't come around, this I is going to be crazy. Good. I said that to somebody in an interview, and they said, "Yes, we're sending them to Siberia, and they're not coming back." And I said, "Well, no, we're not because we have a country to save, and eventually, I believe as Americans, we're going to come together, and I hope that's the case, whether or not people do come." into um to work with us and, and put america first policies forward i'm not going to be deterred and i know that a lot of people are going to continue working whether or not these people want to come around or not but i hope they do i, I really do yeah, so do i well I, i'm so late carrie really quick ruben gallego because i only care uh, kirsten said has a chance at anything gallego put out on twitter that he is down six points to you and he is pacing behind fundraising. I can't do it alone. A lot of people like you chip in. We'll have a real shot. He is putting it out there that he is losing in the polls and not raising money. How This guy's nuts. You know, that's how the, the Democrats fundraise. is kind of this, um, I, I don't know a better Guilt. way to put it, but like lo- loser mentality. Yeah. It's kind of like, oh, we're losing. Help us out. And, um, you know, we're down. I haven't seen the particular poll that he's mentioning. Not we're down. He's down. We're up. I haven't seen the poll he's mentioning, but they're just trying to play on the Democrats to donate, you know, five and ten bucks. And I would say to the Democrats, Ruben's losing because Ruben is an ethically challenged human being. He is unhinged. He plays Twitter tough guy when he's actually very weak, has made us poorer, less safe, and has hurt our uh, the strength of our country and world, the world, actually. So that's why he's losing. And that's why people don't want to donate to him. So I would ask everybody who's even considering donating to him to take a look at where I stand on the policies, because I think that you'll find that when we get these America First policies put into place, you'll be doing better. Just like you were doing better four years ago, five years ago under President Trump, whether you loved him or you didn't, we had a stronger economy. We had national security. We had world peace. We had a border that was secure, Mm -hmm. an energy policy that worked for all of us. So... Um, I, I just feel really good about where things are going right now. And we're starting to bring people together, wake people up. And I'm going to continue to do that for the next nine months until we we win the election and, and come together. I'm not going to be somebody who tries to be um, vengeant and revengeful. I want to work with everybody and I want to bring Arizona together and solve these problems so that whatever you believe, whoever you follow, whoever you like, we're all more prosperous and safe at the end go. of the day. Well, you're going to have to write another engraved, engraved apology to a guy, Ruben Gallego, after you beat him, after, you know, calling him out for what he is. So uh, he did want to work with you in that crazy video in the airport. He did say he wanted to you got to play it really good. You know what? But again, Mexico chipped this in. This is something you and I can work together on. I no, I'm not, I'm not working together with you. I'm going to beat you. Let's go talk. I'm going to beat you. We're going to save Arizona. That just cracks me up. I'm, I'm going to work together. We're going to work together. I'm not, sure he, I'm not sure he understands how it works. He's running as a Democrat. I'm running as a Republican. There's one Senate that's open, Ruben. Yeah. One of us will take it. And I, um, I'm going to work really hard to make sure that I take it for the people of this great state. Every single one of them. I want every single Arizona to be safer. I want our children to be smarter. I want our streets to be cleaner and safer. And uh, I, I want everyone to be more prosperous. Well, thank you for the time. Congratulations on getting these endorsements and uh, bringing the uh, all kinds of different sides uh, together. Uh, we'll get you on again soon. Thank you so much, Carrie. I appreciate it.
Thanks, Garrett. And thanks for, we, we love you here in Phoenix. You're doing a great job. We're so lucky to have you. Thank you. Well, that's very nice of you. Thank you so much. Phoenix, Tucson, we do it all. Have a great night. We'll continue. Don't go anywhere. It is your afternoon addiction with me, Garrett Lewis, 550 Cowboy Eye and KNST AIM 790. Oh, baby, hour number two already. It is flying by. And, of course, Garrett Lewis with you. Hope you had a great weekend. We're getting started now. 550 KFY in Phoenix, KNST, AM 790 of Tucson on the iHeartRadio app. Just search KFY, listen live. Search Garrett Lewis, listen on demand. It's a free download. You should do it. You should do it. Um, now, this video, and I'll stick it up on my page at KFY.com at KNST.com of James O'Keefe, just in case you don't know where to find it. I'll put it up there. James O'Keefe. Uh, decide, I mean, he's been really all over uh, Arizona for the past, I mean, I don't know how long he's been doing it, but these videos have been coming out last few weeks. And he is all over where these illegals are being hidden and transferred and, and transported to and from in Tucson. And it's it's really remarkable. So James O'Keefe, formerly of Project Veritas, dressed up like a homeless guy. Uh, so unfortunately, like your average everyday Tucsonan. Um because there are more of them than anywhere else, thanks to Regina and the Democrats destroying Tucson, to be honest with you. So James O'Keefe dresses up as a homeless dude carrying on a 40. Of course, he's wearing a, a, a mic. He's mic'd up, all this other stuff. And he goes down to the Ramada Inn by the Tucson airport. It's, uh, I think it's the, the Ramada by Wyndham or whatever it is. Anyway, Ramada Inn Hotel. And... And he acts like he's drunk, and he starts talking, right? He, he reported that TPD is, Tucson Police Department, is securing the Ramada in, securing the hotel. Nobody can get on the premises. Why is it that illegals are getting more protection than Tucson citizens, right? Why, why is this? Well, he actually talked to a, an officer. She didn't know that he was wearing uh, a microphone recording. Officer Kristen Moritz of Tucson Police Department was going back and forth with O'Keefe. She thought he was a homeless guy. Who are you? I'm the Tucson Police Department. I'm a police officer. What is this place? I want a room here. You cannot stay here. They're full. Why not? They're full. But they got them. Where is them? Zipper's undone, too. What is this, a migrant place? Where is it? It's none of your business. Get going. Why is it my business? I'm a tax-paying citizen here. Stay off this property. Ma'am? 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 Why ain't none of my business? You're arguing and yelling with me. There's no purpose in me talking to you while you argue and yell. Okay. I'll, 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 I'll talk nicely, please. Go yeah. about your business. May, okay, may I ask again nicely? Stay off the property. Stay off the property. Right Stay off the property. So another undercover person, a reporter named Ashley St. Clair, acted as if she was, um, uh, you know, had some, like, like ranch, ministry ranch, whatever, to help illegals, blah, blah, blah. And all of a sudden, verbal diarrhea starts coming out of the Tucson police officer, the security guard, the Pima County Sheriff's guy, stuff like that, about how the illegals lie and things like that. Number number nine, let, just listen to this. Here we go. Another journalist, Ashley St. Clair, posed as a private ministry ranch owner in Arizona and talked to the same security guard and police officer, Kristen Moritz. Hi. We're from a local, we have a local ministry ranch. We wanted to talk to someone about resources to help 
these folks. This is just a holding place. So Red Claw. So See, they this come is Border in. Patrol right here coming in. Once yeah. they leave through Border Patrol, yep. what they're saying with Border Patrol is that they have a sponsor, somebody to go to, somebody to take care of them, yeah. to show up to their court date. The officer told Ashley St. Clair that in order to be flown around the country, the illegal immigrants need a sponsor, but many of them lie about it. Right. So a lot of times what happens is they're supposed they to, you, when they come across the border, they're supposed to have a sponsor. If they lie about yeah. that sponsor, if they're not giving the government, you know, border yeah. control the truthful stuff, yeah. they shouldn't be over here because okay. they're supposed to go. Okay, so that border patrol would bring them here. I just don't oh, want that. Only if they didn't lie. That's they the don't have line. the resources. That yeah. means that they lied to be yes. here in the first place. That's what will get them in trouble. But is Red Cross vetting them? No, no, Red Cross ain't even involved anymore. They're oh, okay. They were here last wow. couple weeks ago. Yeah, but their contract's done. What I want you to know as you hear all this, by the way, and again, it's James O'Keefe undercover in Tucson at the Ramada Inn where the illegals are being housed and given everything, taxpayers, we get to pay for it all. And it's not just Tucson or Pima County taxpayers, it's everybody in Arizona, everybody across the country. What I want you to know is that this is a gigantic grift. Everyone is making money on this, led by Catholic Community Services. They're a giant scam. Casalitas, giant scam. Everyone, they hire companies to go clean up after these illegals, to feed them, to give them medicine. I mean, there is a giant money-making scheme on all of this. So, James O'Keefe got an illegal named, they call them Caesar. Cesar. Nope, they called him, but he said Caesar. Cesar. We'll say from Long Island, Caesar. All right, perfect. Like the salad. So Caesar is wearing a microphone. And he's talking to other illegals that are in there. And I want you to hear what happened to James O'Keefe and Caesar. Listen. Buses take illegal immigrants to the airports, and the plane tickets are purchased by... Casas Alitas, an organization we reported on last time. This was confirmed in Caesar's undercover footage. The illegal immigrants come from Casas Alitas on Drexel and come to this Ramada where they are then flown throughout the country. Now, while Caesar was there, illegals were admitting to him, yeah, look, I'm going to this girl. It's all in Spanish. I can't play it for you. But again, the video will be up at KFYI and KNST.com. Search Gary Lewis. So, they're basically talking about making American babies, making anchor babies, so they can never, ever get deported. They were talking about that. Let's continue, though, about Casa Elitis, again, paying for plane tickets. Now, it's supposed to be paid for by a sponsor. You don't have a sponsor. You're not, you're not supposed to be let in. But no, this is, listen to O'Keefe. Here we go. The migrants confirmed to Caesar that if the refugees cannot find a sponsor, the NGO, Catholic Community Services of Tucson, will pay for their ticket. So you have that, which is not supposed to be that way. Now we're going to talk to Supervisor Steve Christie from Pima County at 5, just for 5.30 today, uh, because he's the one that, uh, and, his, and his staff broke the news that they found that, yes, Pima County taxpayers, Arizona taxpayers, are paying for plane tickets for illegals, as you just heard. It's not supposed to be happening. And then what about the bad guys, the gang members? Are there gang members? Caesar was talking to a legal, and they said, oh, yeah, we saw all the gang members. Border Patrol lets them right in. Listen to this. Caesar confirmed within the facility 
that the United States was letting people with gang prison tattoos across the American border. Great. That's what we need. That's exactly what we need. Right now, now, do you think that this is happening because, just throwing this one out there, um, Border Patrol is being ordered to do it? I mean, I really doubt Border Patrol actually wants to let these guys in. But I think they're under orders. I would imagine they're under orders. So, gang members are coming right in. Hey, not a problem. Not a problem. And it's all about the cash. If these people are so enriching to a culture, why don't they stay in their own countries and enrich their own culture there? Yeah, uh, because they have a job to do here, which is to commit crime in America. Okay. You're right. And they may be able to get out of their own country because they're wanted. Who knows? Not the best. Not the best, right? Not the best and brightest. No, 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 no. Not the best and brightest. Not one bit. Uh, And it's all about the money. Apparently, the illegals are supposed to stay. They're, they're supposed to stay one or two nights. But I guess Caesar confirmed they let them stay as long as they want because they get paid wow. for that. Yeah, that's that's the way it is. Listen. Caesar, while inside the compound, walked into a room where there were over 150 cots. Man, that's tough. Stuffed with illegal immigrants all into the same room. The migrants told Caesar that these NGOs are all about the money. Yeah, they get paid. All right, coming back, you're going to hear what happened when buses of illegals showed up. Because apparently they showed up every 15 minutes, which is crazy. It's a lot of illegals. Outside of this Ramada Inn in Tucson, James O'Keefe is there. And he's being confronted by the Pima County Sheriff's Department because... Whoever runs whatever non-governmental organization or whatever runs or owns the Ramada in called the authorities on him. So then he asked the sheriff's department about who's on the buses. Wait till you hear what that is. And you'll hear also a congressman not being allowed on the premises, and they even call police on him. It's not Juan Siscomani. He's a rhino. He wouldn't give a crap. So it's all coming up. Don't go anywhere. 550 KY in Phoenix, KNST AM 790 in Tucson. You're listening to the best of the afternoon addiction with me, Garrett Lewis, on 550 KFYI, KNST AM 7. Thanks for hanging out. Afternoon addiction, Garrett Lewis with you. 550 KFYI in Phoenix, KNST AM 792 Tucson. So, I just put on Twitter also, by the way, follow me there, at Garrett Lewis, X Twitter, whatever it's called, at Garrett Lewis, 2Rs1T. Um, a document I just received about how Pima County... Uh, just shelled out, you ready for this, $3.6 million for 60 nights, two months of hotel rooms for illegals. $3.6 million. Is that a fancy place? Uh, No, look at that Ramada, man. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Exactly. It says here, Shelter, Hotel, Hotel, Pima County Southwest Border Coalition needs 14,280 rooms. Pima County is spending... Because they're reimbursing this. $3.6 million for 14,280 rooms in January and February of this year. $126.11 a night. Yeah. So what was it like when James O'Keefe was standing there and he's trying to, all of a sudden a bus pulls up. You'll hear it. A bus pulls up. It's it's illegals. And it's when the Pima County Sheriff's deputies try to tell him, if you step foot on this, you're going to be arrested. I mean, Pima County Sheriff's deputies protecting illegals. Not wanting anybody to know what is going on. I, I Obviously, this must come from the orders of Sheriff Chris Nanos, who needs to go, because he is obviously not caring about actual legal citizens. 
I care about everything. No, you don't. You're trying to arrest an American who's trying to expose this. This is a grift, and who knows who these people are, gang members, and he's okay with it, Nanos. He's okay with it, apparently, right? Listen to what happened when the bus of illegals pulled up as the, the Pima County Sheriff's deputy is threatening O'Keefe with arrest. Here we go. You know what this facility is? So, I just want to catch you guys up on what I'm covering real quick first. So, as the Sheriff's Department, we got called here. We had contact with the owners, right? They're asking that you guys be trespassed from this property. So, all of that means is just that this property line, as long as you guys stay off of it. Do you know what this place is, sir? You guys want, I guess, tracking with what I'm saying? I just I, need to cover I, something. I, I'm not going to go on that here. property. Okay. And uh, there was literally a bus right behind the sheriff, and he's like, I don't know. Property. There's a bus filled with illegal immigrants coming to a hotel. If you guys were to come back onto the property yeah. after we've instructed you guys that you guys are formally trespassed, it would be a criminal offense. Are you okay. just following orders? It was a bus filled with illegal immigrants driving right behind him. It's right behind him. Sheriff acting like he doesn't know what's going on. I asked him if he's just following orders. Property. Are you following orders? We would have to arrest you guys, all right? Historically, so, that doesn't I'm work so well. you guys don't do that for the night, all right? What is your name and badge number? My name is Debbie Carter. Badge number is 9080. Is that a bus filled with so, illegal immigrants behind you? I'm not sure. Um, you know it's now, a bus. Don't lie to me. Right, you guys, know do that's you guys have a, any other questions about Yes. Do you, why did you just lie to me that you're not sure what that is? Is that a bus filled with illegal immigrants? Sir, I'm not on the bus. Look, look behind you. All right, guys. So we'll leave it at that. There is a okay. bus filled with illegal immigrants Thank going to a hotel, and you know that that's happening. Unbelievable. Wow. I mean, right, right in front, right, right, right. I mean, that's what it is. And we're supposed to count on law enforcement to do the right thing. And instead, law enforcement in Pima County, at least, and it's a lot of places around, but in Pima County in Arizona, they are protecting the illegals and wanting to cover it up and hush it up. And this is why Chris Nanos, the sheriff, needs to not win the next election coming up in just a few months. We need someone that's going to do the right thing and say, no, 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 Pima County taxpayers pay the Pima County Sheriff's deputies and the Pima County Sheriff's Department to serve and protect the public, not serve and protect the illegals. It's not what's supposed to happen here. So I want you the next one where they actually introduce themselves to this lady who's wearing a mask outside. Here we go. Congressman Tom Tiffany. We're down in Arizona here this week, and this is... Call the sheriff. Calling 911 on him. So we're, we're not trespassing. You are. No, wow. We're here as members of Congress, and um, there are federal dollars that go into this operation, so we have oversight. And we just want to go in and see what your operation looks like. Are you the authority here? Ma'am. So I'm also a member of the Judiciary Committee. What we're going to do now is we're going to call for a public hearing down here by care. the Judiciary Committee so he's, he's to talk to about written, which is um, what is going on here because it appears there's other operations that are like this, and people really need to know where their dollars are being spent. And I don't know. I think we have the power of subpoena also. I, I think a subpoena is the order. I'm on Natural Resources Committee, and the resources that we're needing to expend for our parks, for this, you know, at least you can listen to it for a moment. So we'll be urging the Judiciary Committee, ma'am, and you can pass that on to the higher-ups. Good for that him. We should have a hearing down here, and um, and I think we should probably we should be doing a I tour here also. She said. I mean, imagine a congressman coming to your work and all of a sudden, call 911, he's trespassing. Is this what the NGOs are trained to do, the non-governmental organizations? You know, what are you trying to hide? 
he's a very nice guy. He's trying to be nice with it, but I mean, got to get, I don't know. What are you supposed to do, right? But at least just, just expose it all. Expose it all. He then tries to ask this woman a question. Who are you employed by? Do, do you have a card? Who are you employed by? She won't answer. Okay. She won't answer. And then they talked to a sheriff's deputy that showed up who admitted that migrants are housed there. Um, this is more incredible stuff. So, Deputy Garcia, what we're going to do is um, we ask for access here. Um, this is federally funded. We believe that as members of Congress, me and Representative Lamalfa should be able to access. Um, but we will move on from here and not demand access, but we're probably going to ask to have hearings down here via one of our congressional committees in regards to what is happening here because there is federal dollars that go into the organizations that are um, um, moving these migrants through. Do you know the name of the organization? Because she's not being forthcoming with who actually works here. I I don't. All all I know is it's a hotel that houses people. Let me, uh, housing migrants from somewhere else. Yeah. Let me pause it right there. We don't keep doing that. Yeah. He goes, yeah, he admits, yep, yep, housing people, housing migrants somewhere else. Yep, yep, yep. So he admits it. He didn't want to, but he admitted it. Play the last one, if you mind, Darren. Again, they asked this deputy uh, uh, just a direct question. This, to me, this goes to Pima County Sheriff Chris Nanos being as corrupt and left as you can be. Listen. Yeah. Do you ever see anything around here that looks, uh, not quite right? Suspicious. I can't comment on the things that go around here. I just respond. To, I just respond to calls for service. All right, visit. What? You can't just say, "Yeah, there's there buses of people that we don't know where they're from, what they're doing, who's on it." They put them here. We don't know if they escaped. They get in the community. You can't say that. Why can't you say that? Are you under orders from Chris Nanos to not say it? Because if you're if you're in law enforcement and you don't you don't recognize something suspicious going on here, you probably shouldn't be in law enforcement. Don't think you have that spidey sense. Of course he does, and I think he's just being quieted by Pima County Sheriff Chris Nanos. I hope Tiffany goes back and says, all right, we're cutting funding right now. I hope so, too. And you know what? You can't count on Siskamani. He'd show no. up if a group of people showed up. Uh, I hope he, goes, he teams up with Eli Crane and Andy Biggs Yeah, to do some... To do some, you know, exposure here. I really do. Uh, Pima County Supervisor Steve Christie. He's the only Republican on the board. Hopefully we can replace him and help him with uh, getting three more on there. Uh, he's going to join me next because I know he has a lot to say on this as well because this is taxpayer dollars going to this. Don't go anywhere. Garrett Lewis with you. 550 KY in Phoenix. KNST AIM 790 in Tucson. 550 KFY in Phoenix. KNST AIM 790 in Tucson. Again, I will put this James O'Keefe video as well as the Tom Tiffany video where authorities were called. Yes, the whoever that lady is that works for one of the non-governmental organizations at the hotel where the illegals are being stashed in Pima County, the Ramada Inn. Uh, she called 911 in the Sheriff's Department on a congressman who was asking questions. Just some sick stuff. So to talk about this, Pima County Supervisor Steve Christie joins me. Thank you, Supervisor. I appreciate you making the time tonight. What was your reaction when you saw this video? Uh, with James O'Keefe, I mean, a lot of it you already knew, but this is some pretty crazy stuff here. Well, it just can. I, well, thanks for having me on, Garrett. But it uh, just confirms a whole lot of stuff that we've already known about and we've been talking about for for years now. Uh, and also, it, it kind of was one of those connect the dot moments because you know, we found the most uh, startling thing, of course, was we have always been told by Pima County administration and all sorts of uh, of uh, pro-migration people 
that in order for uh, migrants to enter this country, to have access to enter this country, they have to have a sponsor. And a sponsor is someone who's going to pay their airline fares and their expenses and their travel costs to their quote-unquote final destination somewhere, who knows, wherever in the interior of the country. So we all kind of like, uh, in, in bovine response, kind of shook our heads, say, well, okay, at least somebody other than taxpayers is paying for these airline costs and, and uh, travel costs, only to come to find out that out of $8.1 million that was on the agenda for last week's Board of Supervisors meeting to authorize funding for uh, asylum seekers and illegal uh, migrant uh, sheltering services, right there in bold letters, black and white, are a little over a million dollars in airline tickets for some 900 uh, fares for migrants. And I questioned this. I said, wait a minute. We were always told you had to have a have a sponsor before you could get any kind of uh, asylum in this country. And now we're looking at taxpayers paying for migrants' airfares. And I questioned Dr. Garcia, and he said, well, he said, yeah, that happens uh, not too frequently. But what the normal situation is that when families come in, it's easier with that many people to keep them together and just pay for their airline tickets to wherever they're going so we can pass them on through uh, to their final destinations without taking up room at the migrant shelters. I was dumbfounded because we were told, just like we were told with COVID, that once you get the COVID shot, you'll never have to worry about COVID again. Mm -hmm. This is the same type of people, the same folks that told us that. We're always telling us about uh, uh, sponsors paying for people's airline fares. Yep. And this is just part of the tip of the iceberg uh, out of that $8.1 million. Uh, we also found out that um, in addition to the, eight, the airline tickets, uh, Catholic Community Services is, is uh, being reimbursed for paying for the shelter and food and all sorts of toiletries for the migrants. The federal government pays for, get this, federal government pays for Pima County Fleet Services to coordinate local cabs and SunTran buses to transport port people from the border to the shelters to the airport. And uh, little old uh, AAA t taxi company, since uh, in in since 19 excuse me 2019 has made over 1.7 million dollars transporting migrants wow um, and on top of that uh, the Pima County has been using ARPA funds ARPA funds to provide porta johns and showers at the Drexel facility which is a migrant center itself they're supposed to go to to Keno uh, in the Keno Stadium district is is supposed to be the recipient of, of these uh, Porta Johns for functions and events out there, but instead they used ARPA funds to divert uh, the Keno Stadium costs over to the Drexel immigration and migrant sheltering costs. So, so real quick, so, uh, Christy, is that illegal? Is that misusing funds? Because if it's dedicated, like those it, are the old you know, American it, Rescue it, Plan it, funds. I would, I would say very easily it is illegal, and it's a commingling of funds that's not intended to be, and I think Pima County can be in a heck of a lot of trouble over that. So are you going to try to get, now, I have no faith, if you, sorry to interrupt, sir, I have no faith in Attorney General Chris Mays, but, I mean, would you ask her to look into this, to the misuse of funds by Pima if County? There, it, she would be a last resort. I'm sure there's other other folks 
that would be much more receptive, maybe the Goldwater Institute oh. or, or some other group that would be willing to take this, because I'm certainly uh, quite certain that she'd give me a deaf ear on that. And don't forget, well, all this federal money, all these, uh, this taxpayer money, remember, it's all taxpayer money. We're at a burn rate of about a million dollars a week. A million bucks a week. This is just incredible. Supervisor Steve Christie is on the afternoon addiction on 550 KY in Phoenix, KNST, AIM 790 in Tucson. I mean, you just said so much. I mean, that's why when and you I'm watch not, this. And I'm not, I'm not done because i got to oh. tell you one other thing that, that? I, I, really, I really find important is something I've suspected all along. And I point blank asked County Administrator Jan Lesher. I said, with all this federal money coming through Pima County, to shelter, house, clothe, feed, medicate migrants and all of the assorted amenities that they get, like Suntran buses and, and plane tickets. I said, does Pima County get an administration fee for all this work? And she said, yes. And I said, you, you, you skim off the top wow. of the administration fee? And, and I said, how much? And she said, uh, I don't have that number right in front of me, but I'd be glad to get back to you. Did she ever get back and to you? And it's and apparently apparently uh, I've been told just in the last few minutes that there's been a memo dropped regarding uh, elements of this, and I'm hoping that she addresses this because it all, as they say, the connect the dots moment. It all makes perfect sense right now because her predecessor, you remember, Mr. Huckleberry, Chuck Huckleberry, he couldn't wait to take control of the asylum seeker process back in 2019 by converting. The, the juvenile detention center into the Cathas Elitist Welcoming Center for yep. Migrants, knowing full well, as I see it now, as it's been admitted to us in public by uh, his successor, Ms. Lesher, that they've been grasping for that administration fee off the top of all this billion, well, not, not billions for Pima County, it's, though it's fast approaching, over 60 to $70 million in administrative costs that they've been putting in to the coffers of Pima County, where where only certain people know, and I, I I questioned County Administrator Lesher about this administration fee, and she said to me very seriously, "Well, it's not a profit center, not a profit center." <laughs> oh my gosh! <laughs> my, I, I have the fee. It. Yeah. Oh my. Can you hang on for me, if you don't mind, Supervisor Christie? I have more to ask you about this. This is just incredible. Absolutely incredible. He, and I have so many. You've just hit me with 50,000 things, and I have to ask follow-up questions, try to remember it all now. Hang on for me, if you don't mind. Now you have anything better yeah. to do. Thank you very much. Um, just incredible. And, again, this is not just Pima County. This is all of Arizona. I mean, because we're all paying these taxes, the whole, the whole country. And the lies are just insane. Don't go anywhere. More coming up. 550 KFY in Phoenix, KNST AM 790 in Tucson. On your afternoon addiction on this Monday, Garrett Lewis with you, 550 KFI in Phoenix, KNST, AM 790 in Tucson. You have to follow me on Twitter at Garrett Lewis so you can see that document also about the um, $3.6 million for hotel rooms Pima County is paying for for just 60 nights for illegals, for 14,000 rooms. Uh, Supervisor Steve Christie stuck with me, and I appreciate that. Please, my apologies to Mrs. Christie for delaying your dinner. Um, <laughs> tell her I said hi. So, uh, well, go ahead. Uh, you're about to crack a joke. Usually people do. Yeah. It's okay. <laughs> it's all right. Listen, when I want to hide things, sir, I hide in my kitchen because my wife never goes in there. So, um, 
Don't tell her I said that. Well, is that the line? Well, you are, you, are, you are always welcome in our kitchen at dinner time. believe me. Thank you very much. So I'm looking at a memo really quick. Uh, Jan Lesher, the Pima County Administrator, just dropped this, apparently. Transportation Assistance for Asylum Seekers. Now, on it, it's, it talks about how they have to drive. Don't you love this, by the way? Uh, they have to drive the illegals. They call them LPAS, Legally Processed Asylum Seekers. They're illegals. The overwhelming majority of, I'm going to call them illegals, pay for their own travel. Um, and they talk about transportation. And it says here, and this is part of it, um, without the short-haul transportation, of course, paid by taxpayers, right, sir? The illegals would have to arrange their own travel to airports or bus and train stations. Most illegals have limited financial means, so they just linger in the shelter longer. So basically saying, well, they wouldn't be able to afford to go around, so we have to do it. Isn't Doesn't that just attract more of them to Pima County and to Arizona? Well, absolutely. And if, and if that's the case, well, of course it's a, absolutely, because after all, it's the Casa Salidas Welcoming Center. Yeah. Uh, it's literally so, what it's called. Let's, let's, <laughs> that's really what it's called. So uh, one thing is that if this issue was just so minor about uh, transportation for the illegals to the airport and to the immigration, to the uh, migrant centers and things like that, that that was so so uh, minuscule or so uh, un, unimportant, then how come the federal government is paying a Pima County employee, a full-time Pima County employee, to coordinate cab services? And and why, why does city of Tucson have to worry about uh, free fare for its buses when the federal government is subsidizing SunTran buses to transport illegals all across southern Arizona. Yep. So, um, and before before we get to, yeah, we're just running short on time, before we get to uh, the airline stuff, how about the fact that Pima County Sheriff's Department is looking out for the best interests of the illegals instead of Pima County and Arizona residents? Well, to me, that's a huge disappointment. I'm, I'm a as you know, a, a huge supporter of law enforcement, particularly the line deputies, the ones that have to be out there on the front line day after day uh, dealing with the, the dregs of society and the corrections officers and things of that nature. I, I, I have a hard time criticizing them uh, because it's at the top where the problem is, as you well know, and you mm-hmm. pointed out. Uh, and I'm just hoping the deputies uh, aren't uh, being sucked into some kind of nefarious activity that's going on and it. It really is very difficult for me to criticize them. I know they got a tough job to do, but it is disappointing that they're involved in something like this. It's it's very. And, again, they just won't even acknowledge that there's buses of illegals coming here. And, I mean, is there any way to find out if Chris Nanos gave them the orders to make sure that nobody bothers the illegals at the Ramada Inn? Do you think he's going to tell me that? <laughs> it's always worth a try. Wouldn't it be worth a try? It's always, it's always worth a try. You can always ask. Oh, um, and, you know, th- this uh, issue with... Uh, Congressman uh, Representative Tiffany coming in. You know, he was here for a hearing because he's uh, the the uh, the head of the Natural Resources Committee in the House, I think it is. And he was holding hearings, I think, down in Sierra Vista or Wilcox or something, uh, addressing the trash that uh, illegal migrants and all migrants are leaving along the border, the tons and tons yeah. of filth that they're discarding. And he was making a trip to point that out. Um, and and in the meantime, uh, he comes down to Tucson just to take a look at, at what taxpayer monies are being spent on as far as a migrant shelter. And they turn a, a sitting congressman away. I think, if anything, that's going to be the biggest eye-opener, not only for him, 
but for congressional investigation, which we really need into this. And it also needs to be said that uh, not too long ago, uh, a, a local TV station, I, I won't uh, mention its name, um, they contacted me about being denied access in these migrant centers, uh, and they wanted my uh, my input on it. And then they called us back and said, uh, we're going to take a different uh, direction with this story and haven't heard from them again. Uh, Steve Christie, thank you so much for the time. I'm just really late. I have more to say about this. Thank you for the time and, and definitely get you back on as more of, more of this happens. More about One more point I want to make when we come back about how much it costs uh, for the, the airline tickets. Oh, my gosh. We didn't hear how much you're paying for airline tickets for illegals to fly. Uh, we have that. Don't go anywhere. Gary Lewis with you. 550 KBY, KNSD, AM 792. So. Man, I'm telling you, this is just incredible stuff. Garrett Lewis with you. Afternoon addiction, 550 KFYI in Phoenix, Canada, CAM 790 in Tucson. Again, my thanks to Supervisor Steve Christie for Pima County to come on and spill the beans about all these costs and all this, uh, I mean, looks like illegal activity going on with the commingling of funds and everything that's happening with the illegals. And, of course, again, you have the, the uh, James O'Keefe audio uh, and I'm putting it up at KNST.com and KFYI.com so you can see it there, where where he is at a Ramada Inn in Tucson where all the illegals are being housed, one of the four hotels. And, uh, I mean, there's they come out that they, they get it for a fact. The illegals admit Casa Alita buys, with, with taxpayer dollars, buys plane tickets for the illegals, things like that. Um, it just goes to make you wonder, by the way, and I just got this message, right? Supervisor Christie's a good dude, and, and he is not shy about opening up about what is right and what is wrong, right? Conservative guy, America first guy. You don't think this is happening in Maricopa County? Right? Why is Steve Christie more than willing to come talk publicly and answer questions and expose this grift for what it is? Yet Maricopa County, all the rhinos that are there, I mean, they won't say a word. They're not curious, or are they just okay with it because they're they're McCain Republicans, right? They're Ducey Republicans. They're cool with the illegal immigration. They want the cheap labor. They want more people, whether here legally or not, to go around and buy stuff. Chamber of Commerce folk, right? I, look, Bill Gates has cried without me even asking him questions. I can't even imagine what Supervisor Bill Gates, America, began. imagine if he came on this show. I, I mean, forget it. Remember Jerry Maguire with Cuba Gooding Jr. and he was on Roy Firestone's show and Roy Firestone made everybody cry? You're not going to make me do it. You're not going to make me do it, Garrett. No, no, Bill, you're going to cry by the end of this interview. It's, it's going to happen. And it's not being, I'm not being mean, it's just me literally asking you questions. So, um, I think that would happen. I wish we could find out. Yeah, these, you know what, amazingly, I've not been contacted by the Pima County, I'm sorry, Maricopa County Supervisors. They're not itching to come on the show and talk about this stuff. They don't really want people to know about these things. But don't worry, their time is going to come. Oh, it will. It will. Because I'm sick of this garbage, and I'm sure you are too, man. I'm sure you are as well. Like, let me just give you one more from this. Uh, Pima County paying for airline tickets. You gotta love how government words things. So, uh, an hour and twenty minutes ago, this memo dropped from Pima County Administrator Jan Lesher, transportation assistance for asylum seekers. They try to bail out, right? Well, we have to pay for them to take cabs and taxis to the airport and everything otherwise they wouldn't be able to pay for it themselves so we have that's why they keep coming it's like stray cats right stray cats they show up for the food how 
dare you compare human beings to cats? Oh, shut up. And they never love her. And then they never leave. <laughs> exactly. And no offense, I don't want to be the crazy cat lady, right? We have enough. Yeah. Like, we don't yeah. want Pima County and Maricopa County, Pinal County. We don't want Arizona to be the crazy cat lady. Nobody wants to be the crazy cat lady. Could make a joke about my mother-in-law right now, but she may be listening, so I'm going to let that Stop. one slide. Let that one go. She I got about my own mom. She, she, does, she doesn't house illegals. <laughs> Just, yeah, exactly. Thank you, Ryan. So on this, this memo, not only they talk about the transportation from taxis and stuff like that, they have the numbers for the amount of illegals that they've paid for to get airline tickets with our tax dollars. They're supposed to have sponsors. And you have this guy, Dr. Garcia, Supervisor Christie said, he is Dr. Francisco Garcia, is the chief medical officer in Pima County. He's also the deputy county administrator. He's number two. Oh, he's a big number two. Huge number two. Uh, he's the kind of guy also that, uh, you know, told you that COVID shots are the greatest and all this other stuff. I mean, just to complete... These people... If they had a real job, they'd be fired in four minutes. Let's put it that way. They're wrong and awful and terrible. So anyway, on this, they have an attachment about how much it costs and how many illegals they paid for to get air, uh, air, airplane tickets. And they word it this way, ready? As you can see from the attachment, barely 2.5% of the asylum seekers who have passed through the Casa Elitist Welcoming Center. I'm not kidding you. They call it a welcoming center. Welcome illegals! Yay! Illegals leading people. I mean, it's not, tell me, you've, you've heard this before. A high-speed chase. Wait do I hear about this one? An illegal that came here from who knows where. My gosh. I have that for you coming up, and, and I have so many other things to get to as well, right? Um, including more people that want to talk about the illegals. So we'll get to that. And I got to get, I mean, I'm trying to get to Trump also with this. Ukrainian, this is impeachment bomb and Ukrainian spending. Ukraine, I mean, this is just crazy what's going on. They're trying to impeach Trump already. That might have to wait till tomorrow because there's actually really big news going on with everything. Democrats know Biden's done. This is this cracks me up. Uh, so don't go anywhere. I have more for you. Please stick with me. It is your afternoon addiction with me, Garrett Lewis. 550 KFYI in Phoenix, KNST AM 790 in Tucson. Rolling on. It is your afternoon addiction with me, Garrett Lewis. 550 KFY in Phoenix, KNST AM 790 in Tucson. One of the most, uh, we see a lot of crazy things in this world today, right? We're really uncovering what the government has done, what they're doing. Uh, the rest of the media doesn't want to talk about it ever, but that's why we're here, right? That's why we're here. Um, there is a, uh, a state senator in Georgia, Colton Moore. He, I, I believe, was tipped off. He discovered a room in the Atlanta International Airport that was housing illegals, guarded by a military member. And they freaked out when he's like, can I get, uh, can I go inside? Can I do something? So I'm like, there's got to be so much to this. So I invited the uh, senator on the show, Senator Colton Moore. Uh, welcome to the Afternoon Addiction. Thank you for the time. How did you find out that there was a room full of illegals hidden away at the Atlanta International Airport? Yeah, I mean, I, I got a tip uh, a couple days ago from an employee at the airport who said in the last couple months uh, there's been a, a great number uh, coming through, and uh, he thought that my office may be able to help him. Uh, showed up. Uh, he kind of pointed us uh, in the right direction, and, um, you know, there were two members of the U.S. Army uh, who were sitting next to the door, 
And uh, once they realized we were filming and the chaos broke out, uh, that's when the, uh, the soldier from the U.S. Army grabbed my phone. Uh, it was a uh, definitely an assault. Uh, he and I got into a bit of a tussle and made sure I got that phone back and, and got the footage. Uh, but what was crazy is what we learned is that the uh, illegal immigrants that were in the room, they were the ones who were waiting on a boarding pass to go fly to somewhere else. Uh, the others who had arrived, they had just walked out onto the sidewalks uh, onto the streets of Atlanta. Wow. Uh, did you ever find it? Has this been going on for a long time? Has it been for like two years since Biden got there? Any Any background on that? Our, our whistleblower said this has been going on for about the last two months. And... Um, we, uh, my, when my team was there, uh, we had another guy inside the terminal uh, who uh, was talking to a custodian. He, the custodian brought his attention. He was hollering out in the terminal, does anyone know Spanish? Does anyone know Spanish? Uh, there was a man there from Central America uh, who um, didn't know English, but he was also illiterate in Spanish and uh, was having an anxiety attack because he couldn't figure out how to exit the airport. Oh, my gosh. This is, this is just insane. So... I saw the video. I played the audio yesterday on the show. Uh, the guy that was standing outside you were talking to said he was a volunteer for this non-governmental organization. I mean, do you think they know what they're doing or they're just convinced they're useful idiots? They just believe in this cause that illegal should be everywhere. Um, I want to get your take on that. And then, I mean, we, we, we have a border wide open and yet the military is guarding illegals so no one sees them at the airport. Yeah, I mean, it was uh, it was kind of funny. I, I went to the Atlanta Police Department and uh, tried to get a, a, a charge of assault. And uh, conveniently, there are no cameras in that area of the airport. Now, we're talking about the biggest, the biggest airport in the world. I mean, more than 100 million people go through this airport. You would suspect there would be cameras in every corner and every nick and cranny. But no, there are no cameras on this atrium in this room where these people are being housed. That is crazy. Uh, so, so let's get, uh, get get back to it. I mean, I, I just put myself in these people's shoes, Senator. And this is uh, Georgia State Senator yeah. Colton Moore on the Afternoon Addiction with me, Garrett Lewis. I, I just I, I thought I, like, about that yeah, myself. Yeah, I, I, I thought had, about had, it. Yeah, how do you have these people I, have to do their job every day and just guard illegals, break the law? How do they live with themselves? He said it wasn't a job when I asked him that question. He said he was just a volunteer. I mean, so I don't know if they think that's their path to heaven is to help these people. I don't know what the deal is. Um, but it's uh, it's it's pretty darn treasonous, if you ask me. Yeah, it really is. So at the end of this, uh, the 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 army, the, the gentleman of the army tried to grab your your camera. Is is that how it ended? Did you walk away at that point? Oh, he grabbed it. No, he, no, grabbed, no. Okay. he grabbed it. He had possession of it. And uh, I tell you what, I mean, you, I'm an old hillbilly from North Georgia, and you you ain't going to just take my phone away like that. Um, so I mean, it it turned into a playground tussle, if you will. But I got the phone back and. I mean, ultimately, I mean, that footage is what people needed to see, especially down here in Atlanta, where I come from in northwest Georgia. Um, Interstate 59 runs through, and it's kind of a corridor from South Texas up to New York and Washington, D.C. So, I mean, we've been dealing with, with the cartel moving migrants through for, for quite some time. Uh, but it's very difficult to get these folks in and around Atlanta to realize what's going on. And when that, when that whistleblower tipped us off, I mean, I knew I had to go in there and, and get that video. Any, and I, I'm sure I know the answer to this, Senator Moore, but uh, any reaction from Governor Brian Kemp on this? Well, you know, um, many, many people uh, had sent him text messages uh, and said, you've got to get something done about this. And his response back to them uh, was 
I don't have any jurisdiction there at the airport. That's, you know, that's all federal in the city of Atlanta. That's, that's not my responsibility. So, I mean, he is passing the buck every step of the way. I couldn't be more disappointed in the guy. I mean, when he first ran for governor, he said, I got a big truck to carry off criminal illegals myself. Uh, but apparently he sold that truck because none of that's getting done. I'm also frustrated with these governors who all of a sudden, for some political points, they say they stand with the governor of Texas. Mm. Well, that's nothing but hollow words because our Georgia National Guard, they're at the southwest border, but their commander-in-chief is Joe Biden. And we all know that Joe Biden is being a hindrance to Texas and their National Guard right now as they try to secure the border. Um, So certainly hope that this is an instance that will put pressure on the governor to do like the governor of Florida and actually send state resources uh, to help protect the border. Because these people, it's just a perpetual problem. It's only going to cost us more and more money, and we can't afford it. No, no, we can't. We don't know who these people are. Those people that were in that room, I'm sure nobody knows who they are. Nobody's gone through a background check. They could be terrorists, could be gang members. I mean, who knows? Could be people being trafficked for sex or or, or, or labor, whatever it might be. I mean, there's no way to know who's actually in that room, right? This is what I'm so frustrated with about these Georgia Democrats. Um, you know, we've got indentured servitude, modern-day slavery taking place. I mean, these people, they can't afford a $15,000 ticket by the cartel, so then they become indentured servants to the cartel. And it's like that poor fellow from Central America who's even illiterate in Spanish. I mean, no wonder the guy's having an anxiety attack if he's an indentured servant. All he knows is he's got to get to Chatsworth, Georgia, for his job, and he can't leave the airport. I mean, it's it's absolutely sad. If, if, if we truly do believe in humanity, we should not be allowing this crisis to take place. I don't even know if you had a chance, Senator. Uh, after the tussle and you ripping your phone back, your own phone back from the military member, do you look at him and say, you know, whose side are you on? No, I was, I was, I was really just stunned in disbelief as, as I walked away. I mean, what went through my head is that man swore an oath to the same constitution that I swore an oath to, and not only is he defending this illegal invasion, but he's also now being become a tyrant, an authoritarian, and he's stopping my First Amendment right and freedom of speech to question and inquire into the government. Man, so what? What happens now? Can you get the Georgia Bureau of Investigation? To be involved, are there any other fellow Republicans in the legislature that have the the cojones that you do to say, we need to look into this, this can't happen, anything like that? Well, I mean, uh, the very next morning I get up on the Senate floor and I, I explain the situation that's happened. Uh, the, the, um, the Republican senators immediately drafted a resolution to where at least hopefully uh, when we go back into session on Tuesday, we're going to establish a, a platform that at least we acknowledge that there's a problem. And in that resolution, we tell the governor he's welcome to use any resources necessary to fix the problem. Uh, but our Senate's also going to have to flex its subpoena power, especially in our government oversight committee. And we need to start bringing in these people from the Atlanta airport, having them testify an oath and figure out what the hell's going on. Yeah, because, you know, obviously it must be Homeland Security. I mean, who knows who's telling them to go there? Somebody, Somebody's giving an order. We need to find out who that is. Um I have no faith in, in Brian Kemp whatsoever. Um, how, how is Georgia looking? You're on the inside. I don't. We don't live there, obviously. How you feel in 2024? Can we trust the election process? Are there just too many people that have had it that'll vote for Trump that they can't cheat their way to a win? You know, I, I kind of tend to believe that. I mean, you you go through Atlanta. There was a uh, that custodian I was talking about earlier who was hollering out, "Does anybody speak Spanish?" 
an African-American man who you would typically expect to vote Democrat here in the city of Atlanta. And when he asked, how do you feel about this situation? He said, you know, he said, I'm the lowest paid person here at the airport. And seeing these people come through by the thousands, he goes, you don't want to know how it makes me feel. Wow. I was getting my old change the other day in downtown Atlanta. I was the only white guy there. And um, the guy says, man, are you voting for Donald Trump? And I said, absolutely. And he said, I want to tell you, I'm voting for Donald Trump, too. He goes, my goodness, I can't afford anything anymore. Um, so, you know, the uh, the black vote in the state of Georgia is the base of the Democratic Party. And if that black vote comes over uh, to the Republican side, the Democrats don't have an, a chance. Don't go anywhere. It is your afternoon addiction with me, Garrett Lewis, 550 Cabo in Phoenix, KNSD, AM 790 in Tucson. Afternoon addiction, Garrett Lewis with you, 550 KFYI in Phoenix, KNST AM 790 in Tucson. On the iHeartRadio app, download it. It's a free download. Listen wherever you want. Search KFYI. I'm going to listen live. Search Garrett Lewis if you want to listen on demand after the show is over. But why not just listen live? It's that simple. Uh, so this was an incredible video that James O'Keefe, remember James O'Keefe used to be a Project Veritas, then they had a... Who knows what, but he's by Maybe himself now. Him. Yeah, exactly, right? They did. And that was the O'Keefe Media Group, OMG. <laughs> OMG, O'Keefe Media Group. It's true. It's great. Take advantage of it, right? And he's been hanging out in Arizona quite a bit, and he's been in Tucson quite a bit. And he discovered a lot about the Ramada Inn by the airport. Apparently, it is loaded with illegals. Uh, apparently, he had an illegal where a camera and, and a microphone, whatever it might be, talking to other illegals there about how Border Patrol is just letting in gang members. Like, they know they're gang members. They have the tattoos. They have all this other. They let them right in. Pima County is paying for airline tickets. They give money to Casalitas. Casalitas is buying airline tickets for illegals. I'm sorry, did they just pay for an airline ticket for you and your family? Probably not. Uh, so, James O'Keefe, Look like uh, some common people in Tucson and in Pima County. A homeless guy. A drunk homeless guy walking around stumbling and bumbling. That's crazy. It's pretty much on every street corner intersection in Regina's Tucson and the Pima County Democrat uh, Supervisor-led Board uh, County. And, I mean, right by the radio station. It's what it looks like there. Ryan and I know this. So he blended right in to everybody else in Tucson. And uh, he was he was uh, acting like he was drunk, holding a 40. And he was talking to a hired security guard that was guarding the hotel, the Ramada Inn by the airport. Listen to this. What is this business over here? It doesn't matter. you got to go because the Pima County is coming with the sheriff. And confirmed they were coordinating with the Pima County Sheriff to secure the perimeter of the hotel. They're calling the cops? No, sheriff. Why? Because they need to secure the building. Why is that? Why is that? Okay. I'm recording you, by the way, too. You're recording me? Why would you do that? Because I got people coming in the bus. Please. As he said that, a bus filled with illegal immigrants rolled in every 15 minutes. So there you go. Coordinating with the Pima County Sheriff's Department. How many times have... You, you're listening out of Pima County. You called the police for something, the sheriff's department for something. Because TP, we have a soundbite of TPD there as well, also. And it would take two days. Remember these stories, Ryan? We talk about them that people have their homes broken into. It would take two or three days for Tucson police to show up. 
It would take a long time. And yet, what? why? Maybe because they're just, they're making sure nobody can see what's going on at the hotel where the illegals are being stashed. And the government's doing the stashing. It's crazy. Matter of fact, James O'Keefe had enough. James O'Keefe, you hear this, he reacts this way when Pima County sheriffs show up. They called 911 on him because he... He took off his disguise and said, I'm James O'Keefe, and I have a microphone, and we're recording this. We have everything here. Listen to what happened. The sheriff, sheriff's here. <laughs> here he comes. Pima County Sheriff. This woman here says they want to get us for trespassing. You want me to be locked up? Like with my, my, hand, my hands behind my back? You think about that? You don't know what I've been through. Oh, man. Wow. And he told all the deputies... Who had a talk with the security guard because they were all talking about James O'Keefe being there. He's like, what What are you talking about over there? Are you talking about me? Well, uh, maybe, maybe. He said, well, guess what? It's all foyable. I'm going to get it. I'm going to put it on YouTube. Five o'clock a year, more sound bites of what happens when he asked the sheriffs from Pima County Sheriff's Department to turn around. Hey, do you know that those are illegals on the bus? Wait till you hear the reaction from the Pima County Sheriff's Department. Then we'll play more of how they... The people at that hotel would not even let a congressman on the premises. They called the police on him. Man, oh, man, oh, man. Garrett Lewis with you. Afternoon addiction. 550 KFYN Phoenix, KNST, AM 790 in Tucson. KFYI. Garrett Lewis with you. 550 KFYN Phoenix, KNST, AM 790 in Tucson. You could uh, hopefully, and you should be able to, I believe, listen on demand uh, when the show's over at 730. On the iHeartRadio app, search Garrett Lewis, and if not today, trust me, it, it, it'll it'll get going. They're just they're putting together both stations to make one giant mega blowtorch, and that's what's happening. Kind of like Mega Maid in Spaceballs. Yeah, there you go. Exactly. She's gone for. And we can't. Oh, <laughs> don't up, say up, it. Up, don't, up. It's too explicit. Don't. Too explicit. Ryan, you're right. Too explicit. You can't say it here. Why can't you say it in the classroom? Anyway. This is where government screws things up, man. They screw it up and, and so badly. Whether it's government schools, the government itself. There was a story I saw at the Daily Mail, I saw the Gateway Pundit in Montana. Would you believe that Montana, this happened in Montana? Uh, mom and a dad lost custody of their 14-year-old daughter because they said, no, you are not going to have a sex change operation. You're not going with the mutilation. You're not doing a transition to a boy. They said, no, it, the child is theirs. They're responsible. And for doing that, they, based, they the government came and kidnapped the daughter. It's horrible. This is this is what happened. Yeah, you're right. This is from the Daily Mail. Krista Kolstad got a call that their 14-year-old daughter, Jennifer, told friends at school she wanted to commit suicide in August of 2023. So they're never mentally, it's, it's, a, it's a mental illness, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Later that night, Child Protective Services went to their home in Montana. To inspect the house and interview the mom. I'm sorry, interviewed the daughter, Jennifer. And Child Protective Services later determined she needed to transition to get better. She needed to transition. The government comes in. Let me talk to your daughter. Come into your home. And whatever this person was doing, who knows what they said to the girl? 14-year-old. Well, the only way she'll get better and not be suicidal is if she has a sex change operation and becomes a boy. What? 
So the mom and the dad said Jennifer, the daughter, had a tough upbringing and several undiagnosed mental health concerns, including attention-seeking behavior and lying, which they believe caused the urge to transition and were overlooked by social services. Said our family unit's never going to be the same. Even if they returned our daughter to us now, you're not going to have the same family unit. It's created a lot of animosity on Jennifer's part toward us. She doesn't believe she has to listen to us as her parents anymore. You crazy Republicans, you conservatives, you say that the government's going to step in and do the job as the parent. You're crazy. You know what you're talking about. Here it is. Here it is. They said they love their daughter unconditionally, everything, right? This is crazy. So now the daughter has been taken by the government. They've lost custody of their daughter. And she's going to go through the transition. Yeah. The hospital called the parents to give them kind of an update. Right? They took, I'm not kidding you. Um, they The hospital said, we're going to do this. The mom said, our daughter began demanding she be called Leo. He and him. We explained this isn't her history, not something we agree with. Hospital staff ignored our request. Uh, Jennifer wanted to become a boy starting at age 13. Her parents said she was way too young to make the decision, which is true, right? The mom said it wasn't new. She'd brought it up to me in a year. She never came to us. said, need to call me this, call me that. It was never an issue. Um, they let the hospital staff know the objections. You better call her by the right name, everything else. Uh, the hospital continued to call her daughter Leo, even though she's a minor and it was against the parents' wishes. Medical transitioning of minors is banned in Montana. Hospital told her that social transition was a gray area of the law. She was The daughter was placed under 24-hour supervision due to her threats of suicide. An aide was placed outside her door. They talked to the daughter about that to see about having top surgery, how she was non-binary. I mean, the government was messing with this. So the government came and took the daughter to Wyoming. Because they allow these hormone blockers and surgical procedures, the mutilation surgeries, to happen. They lost the authority to have their daughter to make decisions. A 13-year-old with mental health problems for years is being believed more than the parents. And the government took, took their daughter, took her to Wyoming, and she's now in a group home. She's been given men's hygiene products, and they took her there so she can get this done. CPS was given custody of Jennifer for six months. January 19th, they lost custody of their daughter to CPS. They said allowing Jennifer to transgender to be transgender is in her therapeutic interest. Parents are not following recommended therapy. Crazy, isn't it? This is why we don't want these things in our schools where our kids are there for seven hours a day. It's horrible. Absolutely horrible. Glasgow, Montana is where this happened. Glasgow, Montana. And now she's the girls in Wyoming because the law doesn't stop that from happening. It's crazy. Don't go anywhere. Gary Lewis with you. KFY in Phoenix, KNST in Tucson.